Todd and Rob in the afternoon. Hey, afternoon delight. With Todd and Rob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a little slow on the trigger today. I didn't hit the second button quick enough, but <sighs> Rob, welcome to the New Media Show. And we, if everything worked right, we're lit. We are. Well, that's awesome. We're Rob. lit. So that means anyone that's on an, a new podcasting app that has the lit support at newpodcastingapps.com <laughs> or new podcasting, I think it's appsplural.com. Uh, Podverse and a few others uh, support the lit tag. And right now, our audio stream has flipped live in those apps, quote unquote, if it worked. So someone will tell us. Um, it's mm -hmm. interesting because Andy's plugin that he, that we're using this now on the New Media Show website actually updated both feeds, both the audio feed and the video feed. So I went lit on both the audio and video, but I can't separate them. I can't because they're two channels. Mm -hmm. So it's not fancy enough. So basically the audio stream is telling everybody where the audio stream is at. And then the video, there's a link in there that says where, where the video, where the live video is. So if you're joining us, so thank you so very much for being here. And, uh, here we are, Rob. This is a few days for my big departure. Yeah, that's true. So it might be helpful to explain to everybody kind of what lit is um, at a little bit granular. I mean, not a, it, a bigger picture, I guess, might be the way of saying it. So if you don't know what lit is, <laughs> I know you alluded to it a little bit as part of RSS, and we did talk about it with Dave Jones, but... But uh, well, I'll, why don't you explain the change that okay, has, made, so, has been made? So what has happened is I have placed mm -hmm. at the channel. Basically, it's not an item for the – it's not like a podcast episode. Right. And so I'm probably going to get this wrong. You caught me on the spot here. But it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a complete channel of information that basically what you right. do is you tell – in the feed, you say what time you're going to go live, what time you're going to stop, the title of your event, the description of your event. Um, you have to have a GUID, so I'm hoping that that actually went. And I, I probably should go back and look because I, I may have screwed that part out. Yeah, maybe I did. So let, let me actually save that because I don't think I, yeah, see, this is, this is where you get in trouble. When you're not paying it, because there's a whole bunch of stuff here that has to be manually done. Mm -hmm. And so I might have, I don't know, we'll see if it worked, but I just update the GUID. So maybe I have to hit lit again. I don't know. But anyways, for some reason, it has to have a GUID, has to have an enclosure, has to have a content leak, has to have the link where the live stuff is going and cover art. And if you do that correctly, which I may not have done, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, are you, um, are you uh, linking to the live audio stream or are yeah, you linking it's, to any kind of video stream? So I this show, I link to the live audio stream. Okay. And um, so anyway, if it all worked, mm -hmm. 
again, I, I think I may have screwed it up by not putting in the GUID tag because you have to have a unique GUID for every time you go live. Yeah. The um, what technically will happen is the app, the Podcast 2.0 app, mm-hmm. will get that signal, and you have to send a bat signal out. You basically have to do a pod ping saying you're live, and I have mm-hmm. to use another site to do that right now because none of this is like completely integrated. There's a it's nerdy as heck. Um, basically, the the apps will flip from having our normal podcast listing, and there'll be a new live tag within the the system. So right. uh, we'll see if it all works. Someone's going to tell me for sure, and they'll say, oh, you grew, screwed it up, and you didn't put the GUID in, or whatever. Um, hopefully, it's a little forgiving, but... You know, it's to be honest with you, I'm just going to show a screen here. Let's flip this. This is the data that has to go in. And when you save this. Now, this is in the Blueberry Publishing um, app, right? No, this is in New Media Show's website. Right, right. So it's in the New Media Show RSS feed. Right, right. Got it. So this live item tag has been added temporarily mm-hmm. to the feed to tell these apps where this activity is happening. Okay. And then technically if every, all the apps are supporting it, then they would all know we were live. Now, ultimately, um, Andy's got this, uh, Annie Lehman has got a plugin that works with PowerPress and it integrates. So for now, um, this is not for the weak at heart. It's not difficult. You just got to get the steps right. Right. And um, so once this kind of gets a little more refined, ultimately mm-hmm. we'll get this built into PowerPress so that it probably be just, you'll have to put a few things in here, but it'll probably, we'll make it so the GUID updates automatically and all this, you know, these things that probably should happen already. Right. Um, and, th- and then basically what will happen is, uh, you know, the bat signal will be sent out and people, and it has an end time. So, I set it today for an hour and 45 minutes in case we go over. And then mm-hmm. when we go off, the, the, the apps will flip back to saying it's just a normal podcast listing. Right. So anyway, that, that is the, the crux of it mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And, you know, I'm someone, Dave Jones or somebody's yelling at me right now saying, you got it wrong. <laughs> and, uh, um, but yeah, so I did everything correctly except add the stupid GUID. So in in my haste to try to be ready. <laughs> yeah. But we, we, go ahead. I was I was going to ask um can can a podcaster use any kind of uh streaming link in here or does it have to be like a like a specific type of a so link far, right I think Twitter a Twitter link will work, but you need to know okay. what it is in advance. You like I put our for our video mm-hmm. or for the link I put I put newmediashow.com forward slash live the okay. YouTube embed and the audio embed are in both. Got so um, so anyway, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. And uh, see if I've, uh, they're going to let me know. I'm sure they're already talking about it in the Mastodon chat. So, uh, or someone, because the other night there was a bug and I sent one out and it was malformed. It wasn't my fault that the app was, 
had a had a bug in it, but we got the updated app and or the plugin, so now we're supposedly good. I'm sure everybody's going, "What in the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something new, and I think it's a it's a a terrific idea, and I think it's something that if we can get it or it's easy. And I mean, does this um, install you do? In this, is it persistent across multiple episodes? So you, you well, what use I'll, it over and over again? What I will do is because the GUID has to update every time. You have to have a fresh oh, GUID every time. Okay. My understanding right. is the only thing I will have to change is the date. Ah, okay. So the date does have to be correct in the start date, end date. Now, as the tools evolve, you could probably have this set up to have a scheduler. Mm-hmm. And it would automatically update the dates. But for now, you have to manually format the date. Everything right. else stays pretty much the same. And mm-hmm. you also have to know what UTC you're in. So like in Eastern, we're in minus, minus four, minus four hours. Right. So you have to know what UTC. The, the format is like 2022-10-12, the letter T, and then uh, 15 semicolon zero 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 semicolon zero zero dash zero four semicolon zero zero so it's 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 really geeky we, you know when we get yeah. this in a in a in a gui that is modern they'll just we'll have a picker date and time picker and make it easy uh for the podcaster to set this data on uh, some of the stuff they're going to you know the schedule they'll have to set and you can set it as pending live and end so you can update it i personally have been putting the item taking the item out of the feed after the event, you don't, you should, but what it really would show is you should be able to have this be smart enough that the feed knows it's the system knows, or your website knows it's pending that time clicks over your website. If it's, if it's got a good cron running, it would say, okay, change the listing to live. And at the end, change it to end so that, but I don't really understand why we need status of pending live. If the schedule's there, it should just be the live item tag. So if I had any suggestions for them, I'd be like, just give start date. But I think what they do it for is like today, we were off five minutes getting started. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this things shift, but yeah, we'll see with time. And uh, again, this is all, this is all fun, fun and games. I wanted to have this done before, but I just didn't have the time. And actually, uh, Andy was able to get this to me this week to be able to uh, actually the updated plugin this week. Before we get into the content, because there's good stuff we want to talk about, I got uh, 10,000 stats from Adam. He says, Todd, you endorse the hijacking of our feed on Apple? I don't, Adam, but the problem <laughs> is, <laughs> the problem is, unless you go to Apple and say, take it down, they really. They're not going to take it down. Well, and here's the problem, though. It it w- you would have got the notification via email based upon what your RSS feed was when someone submitted it. So that's the email they supposedly used to validate the or just the notification. So I would you know I I don't endorse it. Don't get me wrong. I I but people are going to do this, you know. So what I would do is I'd reach out to Ted and or the team and say, hey, this has been listed. You know, not by us. Please remove it from the from the Apple Podcast listing. That's if it. That's what I would do if someone had hijacked the listing and put it up there and not supposed to. 
Adam also sent another 10,000 sats, giving me his address, which I won't announce over the show. And uh, and then another one, he said, media buyers most, oh, he sent like 30,000 sats here. So uh, thank you so much. A uh, thousand sats from Sir Brian of London. He says, I'll try to wave as you fly past Israel on your way to Saudi Arabia. Cool story. Melania Trump's personal hairdresser is an Israeli who, Israeli Jew who flew to the kingdom with Trump. He did get off the plane with the Trumps. So that was probably, well, I don't know. What year was that? That'd be interesting because things have, of course, if you're going diplomatic, you don't, you just go diplomatic. Um, So it got, uh, so those are the, the boost that we've got. And that's awesome. Yeah. So I was interviewed this morning on Podland. So Friday's episode of Podland will be talking about my 18 years. I passed 18 years on October 9th. Yeah, that's a big accomplishment. <sighs> well, you, you, you're there. You mean you're there with me? So, well, as far as doing a continuous show, yeah. I think is the oh. is the big distinction. I, I think from what you've done, um, yeah, I did it for six years in the beginning, and then I pod faded that one and then moved on to a couple different shows. So I've pod faded off and on for my 18 years in this medium, but, um, but yeah, for for you to have the same sponsor and the same show for that whole period of time is quite an accomplishment. I have to say, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, So there's a few out there that have been doing it this long with the same show, Don and Drew, they've been here a long time. And there's yeah. a couple that are earlier too that are still out there as well. Dave Slusher. Dave Slusher. One, yeah. Right. With the Evil Genius Chronicles podcast. He, he I does, believe he's he, still doing it. He right? does. Doesn't put one out very often, but it's considered active. He still pumps one out every, every month or two or once in a while. Right. So he's still, and I, I'm sure there's more. If anybody knows of any other shows that have been around really since early 2004, I'd love to know the names of them. Can yeah. Be, is, is Brian, uh, from Coverville, still doing his show? Um, maybe. Sure. I, I don't know if he does Coverville per se. I think he still does a podcast. podcast. We, we, right. I could I could look it up. Let me see here. Coverville. And there's a few others out there, too. Let's see. When was his last episode? His, yeah, he's still doing Coverville. So October 6th, episode 1416. So he's... he's 1416 episodes? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's still active with that, Brian Ibbett. So, yep. yeah, big, 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 you know, another big podcaster that really, you know, he's been doing something a lot of people have not. Was He's been playing with music and music yeah. covers all this time. So, right. And he's been able to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. So as a reminder, if you send us 50,000 sats, when you send that in your comment, make sure you send your address because we're going to send you a sticker packet. Adam, I'll, get, I'll try to get your stuff off this week. It's been, I, I, I'm just, this is, I actually was looking at my appointment calendar and I'm like each day this week, I've had like an hour and a half of no meetings. Um, wow, that's it. Huh? Yeah, every day. And I walk, go home and I'm thinking, why am I want a face plant, you know? <laughs> And uh, I actually blocked about four hours, four hours off on Friday afternoon where I can actually get work done. It's, it's, it's crazy. It really, really is. So anyway, um, here we are. And uh, for those of you that are on the stream live, thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for checking in and saying hi as well. Jennifer Navarrete. Yeah. 
But did you see the tweet I sent you? Uh, in my DM. Yeah. Yeah. This was. This is very uh, a, a very entertaining tweet. <laughs> it yeah. comes from Misha, and I'm looking where he's from. <clears throat> uh, Misha. It's E U C E P H. Misha Upek. And again, I apologize. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He says, I'm shocked that 75% of people, companies, brands, organizations who reach out to us at Dustlight underscore co and want to make a podcast think that podcast teams are made of one producer and cost between $50,000 and $150,000. How are people this out of touch with market rates? Let's assume that you are making 52 episode always on chat show that sounds studio quality instead of like it was made in a bathroom. And let's assume you're making it super lean. So it comes out weekly and it takes 40 to and takes approximately 40 to 52 weeks of production time. You need a producer who's on the show for a year. So you likely putting that producer on salary. The base rate for a private sector for a producer in 2021 was 75 K's with benefits. That's 87. Actually, it's more than that. 75 plus another 25. You need an associate producer who would be around another 70 K. A part-time engineer and mix master would be 40,000. Let's say you get a composer to build an original library, $8,000. Or you get music library subscription for $300 a month. Now let's add studio time, tape, syncs, 52 episodes. Let's say one host, two guests. Each episode comes out at $750 times 52 episodes equals $39,000. Let's say we don't account for artwork, marketing, music, licensing, travel, equipment, legal, educational guests, or even a storyteller. That's still $244,000 a year and just cost. Let's say we prorate it for only 10 months of production, make the show super speedy. That's over 200K. It's become harder and harder to pay producers what they're worth for a living because distributors, networks are in the private sector, podcasting, bizarre expectations that should be made in six months by one person, supposedly part-time. Producers making a show alone, they are working evenings and weekends. They don't have time for other jobs, shows are working. If they're cramming a year-long production in six months, they're hurting themselves in your show. For those of you that think I'm a fancy person, thinks all shows should be made from bajillions, that's not what this registry. Here's a free roast I made for any podcast in 2018. Rob? Todd. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I, this is my response. Yeah. LOL. You have lost your mind. <laughs> Most podcasts are pro- produced in the tens of dollars for independence. And at the top, maybe $250 to $500 an episode for highly produced commercial podcasts. This is not Hollywood. Yeah, Todd. This is uh, this part of the professionalization of podcasting in the perception um, world. You know, if you think about it, Todd, I mean, public radio, um, that's where this ideology kind of came out of, right, is, is um, putting together a team. Um, producers, post-producers, and you, I mean, you have to have a host too, right? Sure. Not all podcasts are actually started by a, a host or somebody that's on a microphone. Yep. Right. So you have an executive producer that has a show idea and then he builds a team around it to create the show, hires a host, hires a producer, hires a post-producer. Um, and Yeah. That's what your budget turns out to be if you're pursuing that direction in your podcasting. But that's certainly not how podcasting was built as a medium. Podcasting was built as a medium like what we're doing here with this show and right. what, you're, 
what you've done for the last 18 years yep. is, you know, get behind a mic and do everything. But I think we are in a little bit of a different era now of expectation um, that there is that part of the industry now that, you know, you can build a career around. I mean, how many people do you see in LinkedIn that have podcast producer in their, yep. their job experience title and with a big company or a medium sized company more and more. If, if right. you, if you're in Intel or right. you're a Nike or you are somebody like that, right. Fortune 500 and you don't have talent, then and you want a big show, then this is probably the price is right. You know, but, but if you are a small company, a small business owner, with mm -hmm. which most podcasts are with under typically under 15 employees. Right. They do not have the budget to spend a thousand dollars an episode, let alone $20,000 an episode or whatever it may be. Right. I, I understand that you get what you pay for, but the difference in quality and originality between a podcast that is probably done by a business and someone within it that is really passionate about the business. Yeah. And that is one has had hired help and is scripted and everything else. I bet you the Delta on those is about an inch from a quality standpoint. Yeah. It's where, you know, when I was at NAB many years ago, it would have been when the Roku launched, what, what year did the Roku come out? Let me, let me Google that. What year did the Roku come out? Um, I don't know. I'm uh, trying to think. It was probably 2007, 8. So 2008. Like so it had been the 2009 NAB. Mm -hmm. We're five years into podcasting. And right. a guy walks up the booth and he says, hey, I got a production company and um, I can produce podcast episodes for $4,000 an episode. And, right. and I laughed at him. Now that was 2009. And I mm -hmm. laughed at him. If someone came up to me today and said, I can produce episodes at 4,000 and people are going to get pissed at me over saying this. If someone comes to me today and says, I will do podcast episodes for $4,000 an episode. I'll laugh at him as well. Now let's just back up. What do you really need? What do you really need to do a show? You right. need talent and mm -hmm. hopefully someone that doesn't have to write a script because if it's a script, good Lord, you know, shoot me in the head if it's a scripted podcast. Uh, so you have a talent, you have, let's say, if, let's say you know nothing, you know zero. You need mm -hmm. talent, you need someone to help produce the show, you need an editor, maybe a social media person, that's four people. So what is that going to cost you an episode? If you're doing a 40 minute episode, what do you think that's going to run thousand dollars an episode? Maybe I yeah. know. And I know groups that are out there. They're doing that today for three seventy five an episode, 400 bucks an episode doing exactly now talent might be a different app. Maybe the talent is the most expensive piece of that. Yeah. Potentially. But then again, if it's, if you're a company and you're doing a podcast, you better be the, one behind the mic. So if I'm Nike, I'm going to hire 20 people to do my podcast because I got the budget. 
right. you know, one, one year of podcasting is about the cost maybe of doing one commercial. Right. It may be a fifth of doing a commercial because commercials, commercials are expensive to shoot. Right. So if I, if I'm running national, if I'm a Geico, yeah, I'm going to spend that kind of money. If I'm a mm -hmm. big corporation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. but the majority of shows in this podcasting space are not 98%, 99% are small business owners. Yeah, yeah that's true. But and Todd, we may see that uh, start to rear its head a little more here. And I, th I think it's an important topic for us to talk about because I think what we're seeing in the market right now with the economy, the way it's mooning and um, yeah, mooning is the right way, um, kind of, kind of moving, uh, you know, we're seeing layoffs, we're seeing people, um, getting pushed out of, uh, original content opportunities, yep. which are usually high budget production high budget. environments. Um, so we may see a little bit, you know, if, if the advertising market pulls back, which I'm not hundred percent clear that there's going to be a big pullback, but let's say it does. I say right? 20%. Right. And, and that could be you know, a little bit of a spark for us to go back to the, the earlier kind of more traditional podcast production that, uh, we saw in the early days of this medium, if right? someone's really get, built this medium, if someone's right. getting a half a million to produce a year's worth of content, I'm in the wrong business, right? I am right. in the wrong business, but Todd, let's say all these producers that were in full-time jobs, yep. they get laid off. They're out there freelancing. Exactly. And the expectation is that there, there was going to be high salaries that are available in this industry. And maybe those don't materialize again for a couple of years. Yep. Um, then what do these people do? The, if they want to continue podcasting, they need to start producing their own shows and they need to do it themselves. And, and it, it could come back to a time period where we see more podcasters like what created this medium originally. I, I talked to a gal this week who is producing 18 shows, mm -hmm. highly professional shows. Yeah. And she is a team of two doing 18 shows a week. They're not talent. They do. Basically they are there for the recording, editing, posting, social, all the stuff that goes along with it. Yeah. They're not developing scripts. They're just right. facilitating right. getting the, getting the content recorded and then getting it out. And they're doing 18 shows a week. And she says she's really at her limit as far as what they can produce as sure. a, yeah. across two people. And I'm that sure. makes, yeah. that makes sense. 18 shows a week and you're scheduling people for recording and all that stuff. Right. So I know what she gets for a rate and mm -hmm. I guarantee it's not the type of budget they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I believe but that. It, but if, but even if you're doing, let's say you're doing, let's just, just to use a number here. Let's say you're charging a commercial company, $500 an episode. And that includes no talent. The talent comes from the company and you're doing 18 shows a week at $500 mm -hmm. an episode, uh, across two people. Um, that, that's pretty good income. That's, 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 you're working your tail off, but that's, that's, uh, you know, yeah. before taxes, that, that's a number. Right. Um, 
So and it can be done. I, I think yeah. there, there, there is a big um, group of people out there that um, have been bringing their talent to big companies to right. produce podcasts that are perfectly capable of doing it for themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that may be where it comes back to here. Um, so we, I'm hoping to see a resurgent in indie producers right. that come out of this economic downturn. Blueberry Pro um, is not inexpensive. Right. But it right. is not the type of numbers he's talking about. Right. You know, I mean, I mean look at what Spotify did. Right. Spotify let go, what, 38 people across mm-hmm. their original content production yep. team. Those are 38 people that, you know, they'll probably, some of them will find a new place yep. to pay them a good salary on producing shows. But, you know, some of them may decide, well, I'm going to go start a network and yep. I'm going to build my own thing. Right. 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 Um, and that's going to, you know, spark a resurgence. If you look out, you know, a year, two years from now in the podcasting space, because maybe we got a little complacent because big money was coming into the medium and people weren't as energized, uh, because they were, they were just going in for their nine to five, you know, you know, and I know a lot of these companies I'm, and, and not don't take this the wrong way. Everyone listening, please. Yeah. A lot of these companies that are doing production have VAs overseas. Right. So sure. that I'm work, sure going that work is going to the Philippines. It's going to Vietnam. A mm. lot of graphic works coming out of Vietnam. The, you know, a lot of this is being done. A lot of this editing, a lot of the stuff that goes into a lot of these commercial shows by these production companies are being right. done by workforce overseas. And yeah. they're probably getting paid Maybe if they're, if, if they're being, well, I, I don't know what they're being paid, but you know, I think you, it's all over the map. Tom. I, think I think if you think about right. the Philippines right. in itself, where, you know, the average salary is, is pretty piss poor, mm-hmm. I mean, like 300 a month, um, dollars, that's, you know, that's a, that's a kind of an average salary in the Philippines. Um, you would you would think that these folks, if they're paying 15 or $20 an hour, which you would hope they are, you know, especially, you know, overseas prices that is still the cost then of that production is, is relatively low. Yeah. And because it's audio, they just ship the audio file, get it edited. And once you get someone in sync, they know, they know how to write show notes. They speak English. They do, you know, they're good. Maybe there's, Maybe someone has to do some follow-up copy editing or something, but I'm sure it's a turn and burn. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm getting hit up at least 10 times a week by people saying, do you need a VA? Do you need a VA? Do you need a VA? You need a VA? We'll help you produce your show. You need a VA? Yeah, or uh, or that iTunes promoter uh, that's... Oh, my God. They're just trying horrible. Trying to get our business They're, they're the horrible at this point. <laughs> Well, they're starting to get really aggressive too. I don't know if you've noticed. Well, they, their days have come like and chasing you around oh, and saying, "Why aren't you responding it's, to my it's message?" On, it's on yeah. LinkedIn. It's crazy. I keep having yeah. to block people. They sneak through my my right. filter. But I, you know, I I just uh, yeah. If I'm I working, I get it. I get it. They're they're, yeah. they're looking for work. The economy is yeah. tough, and I think we're going to see a lot of this kind of stuff. People are going to be fairly aggressive out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and all these big corporations and companies are, are, if you look in LinkedIn and what's going on, everybody's looking for salespeople and business development people. And so you can see what's happening is 
everybody's trying to squeeze as much out of the 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 lemon as they can, right? So, and by right. the way, speaking of which, if you live in Michigan, Indiana, yeah. Ohio, Arizona, or Colorado, yeah, I'm looking for a new social media person full time. Oh, wow! Why those areas? That's where we have payroll set up. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. So Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Colorado, and Arizona. If you're one of those five states and you're a social media person and you have a great personality and you're not afraid to be in front of a camera, yeah. send me your res. I want to I wanna see it. We're, we're, we're hiring. <laughs> from, yeah, I think from a lot of people may find that there's opportunity during this time too. And, and this may be a good time to, to start something new or to start a new company or mm -hmm. something like that, because what we're going to see is a pullback and maybe some companies going under. So there's going to be new opportunity, especially but, for but, fresh ideas and, but, and but Rob, new talent. Two podcast hosting companies launched this week. <laughs> two. <sighs> Just two, huh? Two. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Pat Flynn decided he's going to jump oh, in the podcast right. hosting. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, you're, you're right. There was one other. I can't, <laughs> and I can't another one right that now. is is a, is a service. And they added hosting to it. So. <laughs> right. And I think there's one other that's thinking about it. Too. You know, it's it's like, okay, yeah. come on, guys. Come on down. You Bring might, you might, you might find the waters a little interesting right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I'll say we're not losing anybody right now, but boy, it's, uh, it's the, the, in, there's not much incline right now. It's pretty, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen a bit of a peak based on stuff we've launched, but you know, it's, the growth is is very minimal right now. Well, it's it's all keyed on churn, Todd. Right? I um, have no churn. Very. I mean. Well, I mean. I mean, if, tiny if amount of churn. If you have any churn, you're it's screwed. Being, it's being <laughs> replaced by maybe just a small amount of new shows that are replacing right, the right, churn. Right. It's right. probably what's really happening. Yeah. And I. I. And a knock yeah. on wood. And this is probably not fake, so I need to cut. Yeah, that's pressed wood. <laughs> something here is real wood. You're gonna give yourself bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah. you know, fingers crossed here. The you know, my our churn has always been remarkably low. So, um, from that regard, I guess. But it's definitely an interesting, uh, yeah, interesting time right now. And if you just look at the podcast index numbers, it's pretty obvious. There's not a a lot of new shows that are that are coming on at the, at this point in time. Matter of fact, it's a great time to start a podcast. It's a really great time. I was going to say that, that was the next thing I was going to say is that if we look out a couple of months, there could be a huge drop off of um, new shows and active shows. Well, and he, and and it, it, that's a great time to launch a show. So. In the last thirty days, three hundred fifty-eight shows did a brand new episode because listening typically is free. So that's right. You know, it's a great value in a, in a down economy. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it's true though. And, but you know, the last time that in 2008, we did not see a decline in creators, right? but we've seen a huge increase in listeners. Largely. Well, I think that, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because people, yeah, I think that's happening now too. Yeah. 
And, you know, and probably a good time to be a YouTuber, probably a good time any place where, you know, if there's an ad supported model, probably, you know, mm -hmm. it's probably good because people are going to start canceling their YouTube memberships. You know, they're going to, there's going to be some drawback on those and they're going to be willing to set through that 30 second ad instead of paying $18 a month or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's so, true. I think, yeah, I think like the Netflix models and the premium models are definitely going to take a hit. Yeah. And that's, that's why Netflix is coming out with a model that is advertised supported. It's a lower tier. You have to, mm -hmm. you get some ads. So, you know, I, I just, it is an interesting time, but at the same time, it's like uh, the, what I'm seeing picking up is once again, right around COVID businesses, 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 businesses are the now they're looking they're saying, okay, what, what can I do to shore up things? And if they weren't in podcasting already, this is the kind of calls I'm getting now is a lot of businesses are saying, okay, it's, it's time for us to jump in here to the podcasting space. So but how can we do it in a very cost effective way, uh, reach our customer base or audience, but right. not. Right. You know, break the bank. And it, that's kind of the contrast to what we were talking exactly. about earlier here. Right. Because they're going to, you know, the, they're, they don't want to go to a studio, pay for studio time. You know, I, they're going to probably pick up a roadcaster. They're going to have some mics, maybe even just have one person recording at home and everyone else coming in via Zoom or some other yep. solution and recording the audio that way and creating, a, creating the content. Um, mm -hmm. And the budget is largely an editor if they don't have someone to edit. That's, that's, you know, the most of the companies I've been talking to is, okay, we're going to need someone to edit the audio. We don't want to do the audio editing. Um, we can handle the recording. Some companies don't want to handle the recording. So they say, can we, can you find somebody to help with the recording and the editing? That is about the level. Mm -hmm. They know the content that they want to create and they just need a little guidance uh, need a little consult. So, right. and what's interesting is a question I've been asking is I'm like, why didn't you jump into this during COVID? Why, why are you now jumping in instead of, because COVID, you would think that every, that's what have got the majority of them. And I think it was just maturity of companies and other things too, that I'm hearing, you know, that in, in matter of fact, they're having, not great response to their marketing efforts on other social media platforms. They're not being heard on Facebook. Right. And LinkedIn has become this big cesspool of spammers um, and people that are, it's just, it's just ucky over at LinkedIn right now. At least a lot of stuff I see is that's coming across my inbox. It's just like, <sighs> you, you couldn't have looked me up and actually emailed me directly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, but so we'll see, we'll yeah. see what happens. Well, I think that people are maybe like, like you said, Todd, people are scaling back their, their other marketing activities and maybe they're seeing this as a, as a more personal connection with the customer base, maybe a loyalty type of thing mm -hmm. to some degree, um, a way to educate, um, in an easier format. Um, than even video for that matter. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could even see a pullback on video too yeah. because of the, the cost and complications yeah. of video production. And it's interesting because I had had a chat with one of our partners that we work with quite a bit. And, um, 
the and, and it's and it the I, I don't want to reveal to see what can I say with it? well the people are getting more refined. So businesses that are doing podcasts now, they have to have a realistic goal of what they need to understand. And most do not. They need to understand what value they're, they're expecting to get out of doing a podcast. Are they, are they reaching their existing base? Are they gaining mm -hmm. leads and how can they tell if they've gained leads? These, you know, all these things. And another thing too is a lot of companies are regional and they're having to mm -hmm. now consider their strategy of how do they go national. If they've uh -huh. had a, if they've had a business before where it's been a lot of face to face, they're now everyone's pretty comfortable on Zoom or, you know, meetings or whatever your your you know, your point of poison is for these online meeting uh services. So I mm -hmm. think now they're thinking, okay, I don't have to be stuck to the Detroit metro area. I can now be a, a national company if the business they're in allows that from a licensing standpoint. So I think that a lot of companies now, um, they are looking at and need to be made understood of the, okay, here, uh, without going into too many details, talk to a podcast that's been with us for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we went through some things on the podcaster's website and there were some obvious things that needed to be fixed. But I asked him, I said, how are you measuring success? Are you measuring, are you asking your customer, how did you find us? And they mm -hmm. weren't. So I said, how do you know? And they're doing print advertising. They're still doing local radio. They're still, I said, how do you know that if your podcast brought someone to you or if it was a radio or if it was the newspaper, how come you haven't been asking? And I was kind of dumbfounded to be honest with you, because if you're a business, you need to know where your leads are coming from. Yeah, you do. I agree. And yeah. you know, I've, I'm working very hard to figure that out at Blueberry too. We're watching the flow. Where are they coming from? Are they coming from Facebook? Are they coming from Twitter? Are they coming from LinkedIn? Are they coming from a Google search? You know, how are they getting to us and getting through our pipeline? And we've got good digital tools to track a lot of that inbound. But when you're a brick and mortar and you're doing a person to person, a person calls you on the phone. Hey, thanks for calling. Yep. Here's what we do. How did you hear about us? Oh, you heard about us on the podcast. Great. Check one mark for the, for the, mm -hmm. and, and, and then, and then I also said, okay, so the next question is what was the value of that lead? So let's say, you know, that this person mm -hmm. that came to you, it was that a $10,000 a year client or was that a $10 million a year client? What was the value of the lead that you got? And if, if you've got a million dollar lead from radio and you got a $10 million lead from your podcast, well, sounds to me like the podcast has been a good investment. And maybe you only needed one of those $10 million leads from the podcast to make your year. Right. You know, yeah. so I think businesses that are doing podcasts need to full. It's just like when we do advertising, normal advertising, you want to see what your CPA is, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people that are doing podcasts in the business world don't understand what their CPA is 
for their podcast. They don't understand the value they're getting from their show. So as I talk to business owners now and in some of the new strategies I'm employing, I say, what is, what is the value you're getting? You know, if you're going to do this, what, what does success look like? You're going to spend this money, going to go out and buy a gear, going to spend an hour or two of your time a week doing the show. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is success? Is success one client a month? You know, right. what is the success? And then again, what is the stature of that success look like? So, yeah. And how are you going to be able to tell if it came from the podcast or not? That's the other question, right? You got to ask, uh, you know, that's, right. that's the thing. You have to ask the question. So, right. uh, you know, I'm giving too much advice here for you the podcast consultants out here, but it's, it is a, it's just things that businesses now have to look yeah. at and with tightening budgets. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an interesting um, point, Todd, that, um, you know, so many companies now are, should be focused on marketing because the market's tight and finding customers is going to be a little bit tougher. And so you need to have a good communication strategy to, you know, keep the, the receipts coming in, you know, so, you know, podcasting could be a great option uh, if you're very strategic about it and very focused about it and, you know, your cost conscious about it as well. Um, it's, but it, it's, but it's not easy either. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you can go horribly wrong with it too. You know, it's, right? it's, it's even the point where, okay. So example, a year ago, mm-hmm. okay, this is dumb. This is a total dumb example, but it's true. A year ago, if I would have went out to buy an iron, just an iron, regular iron, mm-hmm. I'd have probably went on Amazon and just went like, took 30 seconds and, picked one and been done, right? Mm-hmm. $39, whatever it is to buy an iron. Yep. Last night, I realized I need an iron. I went on Amazon. I spent 20 minutes digging around, looking at the reviews. You know, I, I was, and I wasn't necessarily price shopping. I was really looking for quality. Right. Good reviews. Good reviews. Right. right. And yeah, uh, features. That's right. And so I made my choice and it was about the same price range, but mm-hmm. because money's tighter, I was a little more di- discriminant about what I bought. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I think, and that's just one dumb example, right? But I think that's probably happening across the board. It's costing a lot more to go to the grocery store and, and fill a car full of gas. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really picky now on the, the food and yep. the things that yep. I, I spend my money on and I'm willing to spend a little bit more to get something that's higher quality. That's healthier. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I so, also am, yeah. you know, I'm also waived all that other stuff. You know, I'm not getting as many chips and cookies and I love my chips and cookies. You know, I, I definitely have the looks for it too. Right. So, well, those pleasure items is what I'm throttling back on. Mm-hmm. And uh, going out to lunch, not going out to lunch as often, you know, uh, brown bagging it to, to work. Mm-hmm. And well, actually not brown bagging, prepared meals for lunch, spending less money. That's going to change the economy, Todd. That's I mean, right. Just, just what you just said is right. going to change the economy. And, and, and just the adjustments I've been making in my life, I really haven't made any different adjustments based on the economy too much, but just, um, I, because I've been prioritizing what I do based on all those factors. Yeah. And I think podcasters need to do that too, right? Um, yep. as they look at services and features and technology that yep. they can what, deploy in their podcast, what's what, going to be the most efficient, what's going to get the episode out the door quicker. What's going to give you the most value. 
all that right. stuff. What's going to what's get... the, what's the monetization models that can be bundled up with it? Yeah. Um, are all important choices now. I, and it's uh, you know, if we look back to where you know, you know, you and I have been here eighteen years, and it's like what. And when someone tries to ask me, predict the future. Well, the future is now. <laughs> well, no, the, the future for podcasting. Right. And again, I, I, I'll say it again and yeah. again. I'm having more fun now than I have had for a long time because of all this new stuff we're playing. And I'm a nerd, too. So, like, dude, going lit today, that was, of course, I jacked it up. You know, any, like any good nerd does. So, it's just. Well, you're a geek too. Tom. Right. You're not so, just a nerd. But at the same time, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that makes me go, oh, right. it's fun to be a podcaster. You know, it's this is this a fun time to experiment. A lot of and but the average podcaster at this point. Okay. When I started do, when we started doing this show, Rob, we we're video streaming it. We were so far ahead. So yeah. far ahead of everybody. It was rare for shows to be streaming live like we did right mm -hmm. yep. rare and you, doing a video podcast right and and under the old definition of right and now everybody's streaming right so it's it, things are going to take you know i want to i want us to stay in the leading edge and keep moving things ahead so i for me this is this is exciting times right now um, yeah, it's well. The RSS two stuff is definitely yeah. where the innovation podcasting two point right Yeah, right. Podcasting two point right. <laughs> Not podcast two, but podcasting 2.0. Right. Exactly. So it's it is a, and you know, and now I get excited. There's another podcast I listen to that I get. I can't wait. It's like as soon as it hits the 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 hits fountain, boom! I'm playing the podcast. Sometimes I'm listening live. You know, there's. A whole bunch of stuff here that is moving that are, to me, is the exciting piece. Now, the average podcaster, it's going to take, we're going to, it's going to be another couple of years for us to get all this right, to get them educated and get them in the pipeline. And then they're all going to be like, wow. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it's, again, we have to get it so they understand it. So it's not, I don't have to push three, <laughs> I don't have to push four buttons to go lit, you know. <laughs> So, so I think it's, it's really interesting. The, the, the kind of coalition that we're working on yep. together with other podcast hosts right, right now is, you know, I've been inviting in some other hosts into the community, into the group, um, trying to build that group out. So it's, it's more inclusive of more podcast hosting. Are platforms. they, are they coming? I haven't been in there lately. Well, I think that there's a desire to, you know, a couple of companies that I've, um, sent to Kevin from Busprout, um, you know, our big podcast hosts yep. that have an interest in it because I've talked to them about it and they've, they want to get involved. So, yeah. so I think that, uh, more and more there's interest in this. And I think James is doing a terrific job in the pod news newsletter, keeping the flame alive, mm -hmm. uh, about it. And, and I, I think, you know, more and more we're going to see this stuff get adopted because it's exciting. Just like what you just said, Tom, yeah. I think that's, that's the reason why we need to do it. Uh, is to energize this, especially in this economy. We need to give some energy into it again. You know, it's been also interesting, too, that I have, like I said, this week has been a curious week because I've had a pile of meetings. 
And if you could see the calendar and actually see who I've been talking to, you would be most intrigued. But here's... I'm sure I would. Here is is the consensus. I'm not even soliciting. I'm not even soliciting a what do you think about this? I mean, I've been said, well, confidentially, between you and me, I think such and such is in big trouble. And I'm like, oh, I, I agree. And who the, the, the topic keeps coming up, Spotify. They keep saying, Spotify's in big trouble. Spotify's in big trouble. And this has come from four or five different parties, probably, probably the last 10 days, where people have said, and they don't necessarily listen to this show, and they said, no. Spotify's in trouble. What do no. you think? And yeah, I've already gave my prediction that uh, 10 months on Anchor. That's what I feel <sighs> at the most have left. I might, right. I might be wrong. Well, uh, as far as, well, so what are you saying as far as dropping the brand Anchor? Yeah, I think, that I think that, I think yeah. the free money is gone. Companies have to show profitability. Free hosting, do you think, is on the way out again? Companies have to show profitability. Mm -hmm. Why is ACAS cutting people? They have to show profitability. Why is other groups make cuts? They have to show profitability. They can't Mm -hmm. continue on a... Well, they have to be able to pay their bills. Well, Uh, again... Pay employees... Pay all of those things we've talked about for so many years on this show. Favorable so. vendors, I mean, favorable yeah. VCs, favorable investors, willing to put money at risk. So they're spending, they're spending one point five what they're taking in, and now the interest rates are up. Mm-hmm. Money is going to get tight. Tight. It's already tight. Tight, and investors are only going to invest and put money in cash sure positive thinks. growing companies. Yep, unless sure you un, unless right. you have got something that is like holy crap this is the next big thing yet you're going to get your 50 million dollars or 100 well, or 300 even, you know even that may not be enough um i mean look, look what's happened to tesla right now i mean they're getting just hammered by the markets right um and they're extremely profitable company so. so and i think what will happen too is that the There, there, the pain, I, I, I'm just, I, I don't want to be a naysayer, but I, I, I can just kind of see it. I'm, I'm, I think there's going to be, again, my number's 20% on ad spend, but the ad spend is going to move down into programmatic. It's going to come out of host reds. And it's going to go into programmatic. So when They're you getting, say 20% is going to drop 20? Yeah, I think it's going to drop 20%, but I think that many is going to get moved. So is that, 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 the lower levels of CPM or is that, um, ad I think just add by cut, cut and spend, just cut and spend, cut okay. and spend. That's my prediction. I, and hopefully I'm wrong, but I, I can't see it going much further than that, but time will tell. We'll see what, you know, no one's, no one's telling us anything. There's no one sending you and me emails about what's going on in the space. And when it's quiet like this, then me, people are more, when good times are going, people are more willing to talk. And now people are kind of, 
They don't want to because tight lip. So competitive now. They don't want to say nothing. Everybody's very competitive right yeah, now. Very yeah, very competitive. Very, very, very quiet about what's going on in the space. Yeah. So. Not as much collaboration. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. There's collaboration podcast 2.0. That's the only place there's podcasting 2.0. There's the only place there's collaboration. Because we understand the collective good for all. We understand the value of what is being produced for the collective good of all. And I'll, and I, and Todd, I don't think that uh, what happened a couple of weeks ago with the with the buying of ads in uh, games um, <clears throat> helped the market very oh. much either. Right? Uh, it didn't exactly build confidence in the podcast advertising market. Uh, no. You know, and I'm. I mean, from an agency perspective I'm, and a brand I'm, perspective, I'm, I'm frankly very disappointed, personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, these things have been going on in the medium for years and years and years, but wow. the timing of this was, was it, it, okay. just if, horrible. If it has been going on for years and years and years? I think it has, Todd. I think it has been going on for a long time. It's just that people didn't either notice it or, I mean, Todd, people have been buying downloads yeah. from people in, you know, who knows what country. Yep. For you know Nigeria or whatever for for and it's like you know, ten they, years now. it's like they're cutting their own throat. They're but, lowering the value, right? But most of the platforms have have been blocking that. Yeah, stuff. that's true. But the uh, game buying is something that is almost like it's a little closer to being okay, but it's not. Right? Yeah, it's not okay. Right. I, I'm on the record. It's fraud. Yeah. And I think most people would, would look at it that way. Well, you might be surprised. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on your... Yeah, who your yeah. affiliation is. You're right. Who your, <laughs> what's your guiding light? Oh, right? no, who your, your boss is. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Or so, are you under pressure to make numbers? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well... You know, are you under pressure to show growth? I think we know who those people are right now. The ones that are under pressure, right? Um, they're, they're they're usually the big companies that are, right. that have been um, investing heavily in this medium. And I'd hate to see you know some companies start to pull out of the medium. Well, at some point. guess who just you know CNN already throttled back for what the third time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it, Todd. I've been around long enough, and I know you have too. I've seen the roller coaster ride on this. Um, <laughs> up and so down, if up I go and... back far enough, a lot of these brands that everybody's like, "Ooh, yeah. about podcasting," they they were in it originally, <laughs> and they said, right. "Nope, I'm out." So, right. right, you know, they they've yeah. come and gone a couple times already. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but some of them spent so much money now they kind of like, oh, we we kind of have to stay in. But here's I kind of I kind of went through that a little bit with Microsoft, my so, time at Microsoft working on Zoom. Yeah. So there was you know in and out, in and out, right? But here's the curious thing, right? These exclusive deals aren't looking so good now, are they? They're they actually got, looking horrible. They like, got horrible. an exclusive right. deal, right? They went on exclusive platform. Their audience dropped by seventy five percent. They didn't get any help with marketing. Just let left to hang out to dry, mm -hmm. and you know what that really 
says to me is maybe, sorry, I'm just doing to say it the way I feel. Maybe those layoffs were warranted. Okay. Because if you are a part of a core team around a show and the show hosts come out and say, we got no support in marketing or anything like that. Whose fault is that? Is that the corporate or is that the team? I don't know the full story. I'd love to. If one of you guys got laid off, please, want you on. Come on the show. want to hear your side of the story. I really, I want to hear from those folks. I want to hear, and they, they won't, they won't burn bridges because it, it's bad, bad to do that. Yeah, right. But was it because the team wasn't given resources or the team didn't do it? Well, it's it's like what an independent podcaster has to deal with, right? I mean, who's who's responsible for the success of the Someone, show? Someone's very angry at me right now. Um, <laughs> or lots of people, actually. Yeah, probably. That's okay. Right. Um, but who's, I mean, whose show is it? So I, that's part of the issue here, really, at the bigger picture, right? Right. Is, is who, I mean, if you're a company and you hire, you come up with this concept of yep. a show, right? Yep. And you hire a team. Um, really who's responsible for that show? The company is. Yeah, they are, but company are people, right? Yeah, that's true. But you know, like what you've done, Todd, for 18 years with your show, you own the show. I own the show. show. I'm the show. You are. I'm marketing. I'm social. I'm everything. So guess what? You care. That's right. That's true. These big corporations who actually cares. That's true. They write the check. They say, ah, we got this made a headline. Right. So this show will come and go. And actually more and more, I mean, I think we're seeing to some degree, I think I heard there was one show that, that, um, the, the network, whatever. And I can't remember who the company was actually took a, an existing show that they had, they had created. Oh yeah. Right. And then replaced all of the co-hosts, right. And kept the same name That's and right. everything like that and relaunched it. Well, they relaunched <laughs> the show. No, there was, right. it was, they relaunched a different show using the feed of the other show. Okay. Well, I thought there was one or maybe it was, was launched probably launched using the same name. Probably, too, probably. But a different, different show with two different hosts. Are they so stupid? They don't understand that people come for the host, not for the show. Right. Right. Well, oh, I, don't, no. I kind of think that the big media companies <laughs> forget about that too. I, um, I think they right. just think they can throw anybody in the seat. Exactly. Joe Rogan show doesn't exist without Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan dies tomorrow. That's God hope he doesn't, but Joe Rogan dies tomorrow. Joe Rogan shows done. You can't like go out and find somebody. Rush Limbaugh, Rush, Rush Limbaugh died and they run reruns for about six months. But where's Rush Limbaugh show done? Well, I think a lot of the big media companies think that they can just, you know, create a show name, mm-hmm. you know, no. uh, just like a show name. And then that, no. that host, that is interchangeable. Nope. You can't take and put two other people in this show and be the new media show. It's not the same dynamic. Right. It's not the same show. It doesn't have that same connection with the audience. I mean, it may be better. Who knows? Yeah, maybe might be, but it, but it could also be worse. Right. So it's a gamble. So any success like this show has, it was built off of the good and bad of us. Yep. And mostly (laughs) bad, you know, (laughs) (laughs) For a couple of old old white guys, so that's that's definitely a so a negative uh, to us. Yeah, you know, but 
it, 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 we are who we are. We are. I we can't, can't I can't that, change right? it. Right. You know? You know, no. and... And, <sighs> and if we, I tried, I would get even more trouble. So, right. It's, it's, it, we, that's a whole another hour and a half conversation. But I, I think the, yeah. the key here is, is that anyone that's looking at a podcasting space, now's the time of any, of any time. I, I don't normally say that. I think this is a great well, time to get into podcasts and not it, for my business. I think it's a great time to get into podcasting. That's why I'm starting to produce. That's right. And again, again, myself is, yep. I've, I've seen these cycles before. Yep. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like I spent, you know, I spent the last three and a half years you know, really only doing this show with you. Right. But I don't really consider my involvement in this as really like me doing a podcast. I, I just show up and you do all of the publishing but and all that up stuff. until three months ago, you, you know, that no one had tweeted on our Twitter account in, in years, you know, so you took over the Twitter accounts. Thank God you're doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's. And that's starting to get some interest out there. That yep. that Twitter account. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 helpful. Um, it's you know, and I I just uh, I'm at a point now where we can only do what we can do. I can't control what's going on with these big companies. My my focus still remains for right. you know well, it's for focus in, on the content creator and the, the creator. That's, right. that's 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 who I'm. That's that's where my heart's at. Yeah, right. I mean, that's, that's, that's where my core is. I mean, I do have an interest in the business side of podcasting. Yeah. I do want to help that. I, I, because I know at the end of the day, that's going to drive economic benefit to podcasters long-term. So I do have that interest and I do want to see that flourish, uh, but not at the expense of the medium. No, no. Right. And, and it's just like in the day to day right now, it's just like, for me, it's like we're, I'm, we're an afterburner because I'm, I'm, I, I shouldn't say this. I'm trying to stay ahead of my dev team. <laughs> my, de my dev team's just knocking stuff out. And well, that's, that's a good problem to have Todd. Oh, you have no idea. Yes. So, and make sure everybody's happy and, you know, and so juggling all that, Right. Um, you know, sadly, the gal that we hired recently to be um, our one of our direct marketing specialists with this on the social media side and do data analysis, she's getting ready to do her master's degree. She's looking for a new spot to go and do data. And I just wish her the best of luck. She's going to make someone an absolutely fabulous. You know, I told her, when you get back with your, get done with your degree. Come on, come on, come on back. You know, so I want your resume again. Um, so it always is painful to lose a great team member, but they're furthering themselves or going, they're mm -hmm. going on further education and yeah, you know, like you can't, and you want to set somebody up to have success. So it yeah. is, um, it's one of those things where, okay, go, we're going to go find somebody that's as dynamic and good and bring them on the team and keep on rolling. Uh, and, and maybe this is a good time to be hiring somebody with people, you know, yeah out yeah. it's full-time gig right. with benefits so it's it right. is a um you know it's there are ups and downs in any business but it's just like whew. i wish I, could you ever wish you could clone yourself well you know um i would love to have a a robot you know 
<laughs> you know, it's it's. I've always thought it'd be cool so to I have. Can do all my. You know, I can mow the lawn, or I can can do the dishes, or but take it, the garbage it, out. It's like know. we've talked about, and, he, and the team actually said, "Can we get you an assistant?" And I'm like, so yeah. much of what I do is one on one. It's personal. It's relationships. Yeah. There's nothing right. really an assistant can do for me. Right. That, you know, I'm not having to worry about, you know, there's someone take care of payroll and all HR and all that stuff. I'm just doing what I'm doing. I just don't know how an assistant would ever fit in. I just, I don't know. It, they can't read, they can't do my email. It'd take a year to train them on how to, res, what to respond to and what not to respond to. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have any, any kind of anybody else, you know, clone me per se. I oh, mean, I want to clone him myself. I want times I, two of me. <laughs> Oh, you do absolutely. Okay. Well, how are, so how are you going to hold yourself accountable for for what you say if the clone stays in the office clone. and work? The clone stays in the office and works twenty four hours. If it's a clone, I trust him. But what if that clone goes <laughs> off the rails because it had a defect? In its uh, well, starts, you know that's all hypothetical anyway. Or, so <laughs> or the clone kills you off. Todd, well, maybe that. And, and, it takes over your life. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't have nothing to worry about. I live on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's a dumb talk here, Rob. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, well, I think we all wish we could be cloned at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to be able to get twice as much done in a day. Sure. <laughs> sure. We still would, Take- there would there would still be work to be done. It wouldn't finish. We're never done. That's for sure. No, it's not. Yeah, and, and I think for most podcasters, they probably feel the same way. They're never done. They're you know they're always working. At least those are actively working. You know, I I really actually, um, those shows that don't have, they don't worry about money. They're just showing up and having fun. They're doing content with a couple of friends. You know, no stress. That that's a podcast. <laughs> that's perfect, right there. That's a podcast. You show you know, up to the show with a big smile. Yeah, on your face. yeah. You do a little chit chat yeah. and have a good right. time, and you publish it, and you're right. done. Right. Um, I think we've seen over the last couple of years kind of a a little bit of a demonization of you know just these the talk shows like, the, it, like what we're doing here, right? right? It doesn't have to be scripted. We no. don't have to have this massive script. To, we don't even edit. Right. We don't edit. <laughs> yeah, that's a hotly but, debated topic. That's a whole profession now in podcasts. You know, but and people, so. when people, and I tell you, I have done 1,600, uh, some shows and maybe edited five on, and stuff that I did gross mistakes, you know, I, I've edited. But other than that, right. you know, it's it's like, who has time for editing? Do you, well, guys, Todd, do you guys wish we would edit? You wouldn't have time to edit, Todd, because no, you do I, what, what? Well, you do like Five, six shows a week? I do four. Four. Okay. Four. Four. Well, two and then two, two other. Two that are right. an hour, one that's 30 minutes, and this one that's an hour and a half. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you do four. And two of okay. those are after hours in the evenings. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so past working hours because it's a non-work show that I do not get paid by my company on company time to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's an example of what but, people can do. But I too. do get paid by GoDaddy. Yes, you do. <laughs> For a very long time. And thank How goodness. How is so. GoDaddy doing these days, Todd? Just curious. You know, we're meeting our numbers. That's 
I've actually had a couple pretty good months where we've been above average on on sales numbers. So um their business is their business. I they I think they're a they're a major player in the domain business and hosting business and it is what it is. Um you know, they've I don't keep track on a day to day what they're doing. You know, I don't but it's the product is the same. It's it's pretty simple. Domain mm-hmm. names and hosting accounts. It does it's it's you know, it's pretty basic. It's not like this super sexy thing. Yeah. And and in honesty, the reason the numbers are up is because people, when the economy starts getting funny, people start thinking about alternative ways of doing, making money. They think about starting an online shop. They think about all, they start looking at recession proof ideas that they've been sitting in their heads for years. And they say, oh, this time now, let me go out and have had a domain they've sit on for six years. They say, it's time to launch this e-commerce. It's time to do this consulting or it's time to do this. That's why my numbers are up because people are concerned with what's going on in the economy. So they launch, they start launching businesses, mm-hmm. you know, and creating new things to, for revenue streams. Yeah. I, and as a matter of fact, I've been telling my audience for the past six months, that's what they need to be doing too. You know, cause you never know when the layoff call is going to come. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think now is an interesting time. I mean, layoffs are always stressful mm-hmm. and they're difficult on yeah. on people, but they also create an environment of kind of the potential of, of renewal um, and new new challenges in people's lives. So and potential opportunities. Right. So I think that there's always a, you know, I've, I've gone through lots of turnover in, in, um, companies that I've worked for over the years and it's always turned out to be okay. Sure. There's times when the economy gets so bad that mm-hmm. there is an opportunity right. unless you have skills that are relevant to an area of the economy that's not affected. Yep. But, um, but it's, it's, it, it, I've always found it to be, uh, you know, an energizing time. Um, scary, but energizing Yep. nonetheless. So yeah, it's, that's how I'm, I'm looking at it these days. So, you know, it's, it's interesting too. The news, um, has been a little thin lately. Not a lot of big news coming out of the podcasting space, kind of quiet. And that's another indication that things have cooled a little bit in the spaces, you know, you're still seeing deals being made here and there, but it's nothing, not, it doesn't nothing have like. the same frenzy. No. As, no, so as, I think it, we are as it had. Going to come back to a time where people are really going to be focusing down on the shows that are, have solid audiences. And that's what we're seeing. I think start to happen as shows that, um, basically deliver the ROI, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, that's what the advertisers are looking for. And you can just see it in the market. Um, that's what everybody wants. So a show that has great connection, uh, with its audience has a great following, has loyalty, has all those, you know, and I think we're also seeing a real focus on brand safety and, um, and compatibility, brand compatibility as being a real focus in the industry, uh, over the last six months. And I believe it's going to accelerate. Um, but so advertisers can be properly matched up with shows in this very divisive 
market right now of ideas. One thing that's been interesting too is the number of deals I see coming across my email inbox of companies that are looking to bail, that are looking to sell. And, um, sell companies or are you talking about podcasts shows companies companies okay in, Which the, pod, the, in, in the podcasting the space let's right. just put podcast related businesses any, you know anything it, that's under the sun a to z everybody wants to be acquired by a, and they want to right. be acquired and you know i signed some ndas obviously and can't go into any details at all or give any hints mm-hmm. without wanting to get sued but it's what I what I'm seeing is um, unrealistic evaluations based on revenue, and you know someone looking for an exit that has right. a lifestyle business that wants a seven figure exit on something that maybe is more like a a five figure valuation, you know, from a from that standpoint. So, right. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's trying to carve out their, their niche. Yep. Of the market. So, yeah, I mean, Todd, it's, it's a time of change in the medium and we're all kind of trying to adjust to it and try and do the right thing in the market, uh, for content creators and, and, um, yeah, it's going to be, you know, we're coming into the holidays, actually. Uh, late next week is NAB show, which I'm going to be at um, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also doing the Podcast Radio Futures Conference. It's going on as a companion event there. So I'm going yeah, to I, I got speaking hit, at that. I got yeah. hit up by Gerald over there. Gerald, yeah. And I, I didn't even know about this until two days ago. Um. All about this this conference. Yeah. So if any of you are in New York, in the New York area, um, the podcast futures event that Rob just referred to, it's on the nineteenth of October. It's and I asked him for a description. He says podcast futures brings together the business of podcasting, exploring ideas around discoverability, Gen Z, ad insertion, networks, listener habits, and even how the car connects into the world of podcasting podcastfutures.com is the website. My understanding is for, oh, tickets are $55. Right. And it's on the 19th. So what are you speaking about, Rob, there? I'm going to be on a panel talking about the podcasting and Gen Z. Panel so, and Gen Z. Yep. So talking about the the Gen Z generation, which is, uh, I think the age group, uh, 10 to 25, mm-hmm. um, and the, the use case for podcasts for that generation, which we've seen explode in the podcasting medium, um, and how it's being utilized as kind of like, a mental health therapy. Right. Um, well, yeah. my mom and my mom and I used, uh, the show we did after my dad died as a mental health thing sherry cast right we used it uh 26 27 episodes we got it out of our system and that was it it was about her and my grief of losing my father and everything that transpired post yeah i think that the data is showing that the gen z generation um came out of covid with quite a bit of 
mental distress um, in the environment that they grew up in because of their lack of connection to their, their community and, and just the, mm, the tough nature of social media right. in that generation. So podcasting has really been a positive thing to that community. I, that, I, I, generation. I believe it. So speakers, David Allen Musk, chief COO, C, chief creative officer at founding member of Evergreen podcast, Kavita Kukar. Did I pronounce her name correctly? Moderator podcast radio network, Fred Jacobs from Jacobs media, Mattia Brazella from speaker, Carolyn Gilbert from Nuvoto, Gerardo Orlando from Evergreen Podcast, Megan Lazovic from Edison, Dave Sosen from Target Spot, Leigh Jacobs from Nuvudo, Jacob Schwartz from Media Hub, Halataha from Profiting Podcast, of course you, Rob, uh, Aman Focus from New York Said, Sadia Khan from Immigrantly Podcast, uh, Gary Krantz from KMG Networks, and of course Gerard Edwards from Podcast Radio Networks. So those are your speaker lineup. What is it, a whole afternoon, one day? Yeah, it's just one day. It goes from 10 a.m. to 5, I, I believe, and that's that's the same time I'm going to be working a booth at the NAB. It's adjacent to the NAB at the Javits. Right. So. And then I'll be in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia at the Ignite event. I've been getting hit yep. up now on uh, LinkedIn quite a bit. Um, uh, so if you're checking the show out for the very first time and you're a potential Saudi creator, uh, this is an event at, at the, um, in the financial district in Riyadh that you'll want to get signed up for, uh, quote unquote, expecting 15,000. We'll see what the number is. Um, Todd, do you happen to know, is there a cost for people to, uh, you know, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Think think there's it's... a cost. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm on a panel on Friday. Be very, very, none of this is going to be streamed live. And then I have a meet and greet time one day as well, a certain time. Oh, but it's not going to be streamed at all. I don't think so. I haven't recorded or anything. Uh, we'll find out when we get there. This is their first event. So this will be uh, interesting out of the gate. Um, yeah, but it, if they have 15,000 people, there, that would be great for them to oh, have some sort of a recording of it. Yeah. And again, we'll see what the numbers are. Um, but what's, maybe you could record some of it while you're there. Yeah, that's, that's possible. You can, you can distribute some of it. Right? The, um, the, the auditoriums are going to have um, Arabic and English. So everything's going to be translated. So those oh, are, so you that makes sense. Yeah. So it, should be uh, should be an interesting event for sure. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm gonna definitely have something to talk about when we get back, and you you will too from your events. So uh, should be uh, should be exciting. Um, yeah, one way or there's the other. a lot of stuff go going on in New York next week too. There's the Advertising Week. This is a huge conference going on there too, with a bunch of podcasting sessions going on as part of that event too. So that, that was one of the challenges I had with trying to do anything with right. this is because there's there, everything's happening at the same time. So you can, it's yep. hard to be everywhere. And I'll be flying on in Lufthansa. So it's my first time yeah. and first time going through Frankfurt too. any, anybody been through Frankfurt airport? Any, I got like an eight hour layover early in the morning. Yeah, I did a long time ago, but I, it's been a couple of decades. Yeah. So now. this is, you know, so if anyone has any advice, 
for, you know, 7 a.m. arrival in Frankfurt and eight hours of hanging out, let me know. A little too early to drink beer, but, you know, who knows? Maybe it's noon somewhere. So so give it a shot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so what do you think about the lack of beer, Todd? Oh, to, oh, oh, you did. You trimmed it. Oh. You didn't notice? Wow. I okay. didn't even. That, so are you going to participate in No Shave November or are you done for a while? Uh, I'm, I don't know yet. I, it's, I'm playing the stubble game now. Todd. Oh, okay. Well, you know, if you're going to, it's, it's, it, here's what you got to do. You got to, you got to go full bald. What? Yeah. Full bald. <laughs> yeah. Shave it all off. Just get rid of it. So how many Satoshis do we have to earn on the show to, oh, we got a lit boost 26 minutes ago. So it's happening somewhere. Uh, uh, how many, how many Satoshis do we have to earn to get you to go bald? Maybe do we need a Bitcoin's worth? I don't know that I'm going to go bald Todd, for now anyway. Uh, I'm going to let it go, go, go natural. Okay. All right. Well, I tried. I know you did. <laughs> I don't know how you'd look bald. I don't either. You That's, might have the Herman Munster look a little bit. I, I think maybe I would. <laughs> so I don't know that I necessarily want that. I'm I'm fighting hard to keep every hair that I have in my head. So. Well, I did the flip over for years until I said, forget it. So, you know, at some point you'll say, okay, let's give it a try. You do it yeah. over, you do it over a three or four week t- time period when you're, no one can see you. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Or just go or, high, or go high and or tight. Or do ones. the opposite, and you go get you know that that fancy hair transplant su- no, surgery no. in in Turkey. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm not that vain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Todd at blueberry.com, blueberry without the e's, and then of course at Geek News on Twitter. Yeah, I can be found on Twitter too at Rob Greenley and uh, robgreenley.com. And you can send me an email, rob.greenley at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, go go check out my podcast, uh, Spoken Life Show, um, that I'm kicking off. Actually, I'm going to start posting some videos too. Wow. So it's not just audio. So, Spoken Life Show, Spoken. Oh, it's, yeah. Do you, you have it at spokenlifeshow.com? I okay. do, but it's not connected up quite yet. Okay, so it, all right. It will be probably the same. So Spoken Life Show, just Google it or, you know, look in yeah, Apple in Podcasts Apple and, and all right, the other places. And, right. 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 All right, cool. Um, if you listen to the show Lit today, we want to hear if you listen to it yeah, Lit. I'm curious about it too. Yeah. And Send us a screenshot or something. Yeah, of, absolutely. And uh, I will make sure that I lit it up correctly next episode of course i've been gone for two weeks i'll probably forget how to do it so all right everybody thanks for being here and uh we'll see you in a couple weeks and if you have any tips on what's going on in the podcasting space rob and i would really like to know yeah so we're not uh back doing a show next week because that's that's when we're gone at all these conferences yeah right okay and i'll come back uh jet lag to you know what's oh you know what's bad I go to I I am actually not available this the Wednesday following the show too. Oh, okay. It might That's be three, it might be three weeks before we're back. Wow. Okay. Yeah. One. Yeah. Because I'm not available the following week either. Two travel things in a row. I come back from uh, Riyadh on Sunday, then I fly out again on Wednesday for a couple of days. I have a short business trip. I forgot. So we'll see what we can put together. Maybe I can find a time we can slap it together. We can squeeze it together on uh, 
yeah, well, some other platform or something. Yep. All right. right. Okay. okay. Thanks. Right. Uh, we'll see you Thanks. next time. Right back. Okay.